0: CQ, 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 calling all radio amateurs and shortwave listeners. This is GB2RS, the news broadcasting service of the Radio Society of Great Britain. It's read to you by g 4 njh in Nottingham. Web references in the script can be found either on the RSGB website or attached to the podcast at gb2rs.podbean.com. This is GB2RS News for Sunday, the 26th of November, 2023. Here are the main news headlines: 2023 ITU World Radio Communications Conference, RSGB 2023 Convention Presentation on Ofcom Consultation, tonight at 8 webinar. The first week of the 2023 ITU World Radio Communications Conference has seen discussions get underway on a wide variety of agenda items. Notably for amateur radio, IARU Region 1 reports that new ITU recommendation M2164 on guidance for amateur and amateur satellite usage in the 1240 to 1300 MHz range has now been published. Online. The IARU has also published an accompanying guide on its website. To read it, visit tinyurl.com forward slash IARU figures 2023. The recommendation is the culmination of a challenging four-year development period. It now forms a key component of the WRC 23 discussions, which are ongoing, relating to WRC 23 Agenda Item 9.1b. The RSGB special focus web has regular reports and backgrounds on both 23 sems and other frequency bands. To read more, visit rsgb.org forward slash wrc 23 in the latest RSGB 2023 convention presentation to be released, RSGB Spectrum Forum Chairman Murray Neiman or Nyman G6JYB provides another informative session of, of on the Ofcom consultation. He also looks ahead to other changes in prospect across HF to microwaves from the IARU and WRC23. He outlines the RSGB's response to the Ofcon consultation and takes questions about the next steps. Works, work by specialist RSGB volunteers is integral to the RSGB's strategic focus on spectrum and licensing. You can watch the presentation on the RSGB YouTube channel under the RSGB. Put the date in your diary for the final RSGB tonight at 8 webinar of 2023. On Monday, the 11th of December, there will be a focus on amateur radio construction. Previous category winners Jenny Curtis, M7JNY, Colin Murray, GM4EA, and David Law, G0LBK, will talk about their construction projects and what they gain from entering the RSGB construction competition. Join the presentation and ask questions live on the RSGB special BATC channel or the RSGB YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the RSGB. There's a great programme of live webinars lined up for early 2024. We begin on Monday, the 15th of January, with an update on WRTC 2026, which is taking place in the UK. Chairman and project manager Mark Hayes, M0DXR, and other members of the WRTC 2026 team will join us live for the presentation. They'll explain what WRTC is all about and provide an overview of what the UK's organising committee are planning. For the 2026 event, find out how you can be part of this once-in-a-lifetime event, either as a spectator, volunteer, comp- a competitor or referee. If you saw Mark's to RSGB 2023 convention presentation, this Tonight's Take webinar will tell you what's been happening since. Find out more about this and the other webinars in the spring programme on the RSGB website. The November issue of Radcom Basics is now available. Amongst other, other things, it contains articles on getting started with SOTA and building a two-metre band antenna. To find out more, visit rsgb.org forward slash radcom basics. Don't forget that Youngsters on the Air month is taking place throughout December. The month is aimed at helping youngsters get active on the amateur bands. It could be giving a demonstration at a local school or youth club or helping a young person to send a greetings message. Call sign GB23 Yota will be active for the duration of the month. Cambridge University Wireless Society is the first group to use the call sign. Listen out for them on Friday the 1st of Saturday. Um, uh, Sorry, the... Friday the 1st and Saturday the 2nd of December. Cray Valley Radio Society will be following them on Sunday the 3rd of December. A full list of operating slots can be found on QRZ.com. These slats, slots will be first come, first served, so check your calendars and reserve your place as soon as possible. To find out more about Yota Month, visit org slash yoga-month. You can also ask Jamie M0SDV at yota.month at rsgb.org.uk to register your interest or simply ask for more information. The RSGB Shop's Black Friday sale is now on and ends on Thursday the thirtieth of November. Members and non-members alike can find bargains on a, of a large for a large number of books with up to 50% off the usual retail price. Check out rsgbshop.org. A recent Ofcom investigation has resulted in the conviction of a man who was deliberately causing interference to amateur radio users in the Hull area. The investigation involved the use of automatic monitoring equipment as well as ground-based engineers who monitored live transmissions – the case went to court and the defendant was found guilty of the unlicensed use of radio equipment, illegal possession of radio apparatus, and causing deliberate information to wireless telegraphy, all of which are offences under the Wireless Telegraphy Act. To read more, go to tinyurl.com forward slash ofcom hyphen, excuse me, INV. Details of rallies and events The Bishop Auckland Radio Amateur Club Rally takes place on Sunday, the 3rd of December. The event will be held at the Spennymoor Leisure Centre, High Street, Spennymoor, County Durham, dl 1660B, Doors open 10:30 for visitors, with disabled access from 10 a.m. For more information, contact B Dingle at hotmail.co.uk. Mid Devon Amateur Radio and Computer Fair will take place on Saturday, the 9th of December. Venue is the Winkley Sports and Recreation Centre, Mid Devon EX198HZ. It runs from 9am to 2pm, £3 to get in, but there's no charge for partners. And under-16s, for more information or to book a table, contact Phil, G6DLJ, via email at philbridges, one word, at com. The Sparkford Wireless Group Tabletop Rally, in aid of the RAIBC, Takes place on Thursday the twenty eighth of December from nine thirty to one PM. The event will be held at Davis Hall, Howell Hill, West Camel, near Yeovil, Somerset, BA, BA twenty two seven QX three pounds to get in, free parking and refreshments will be available. More information from Bob WJH069 at gmail.com. Special event news. LA100K is the latest call sign used by the Akademisk Radio Club. LA1K celebrating the 100th anniversary since its founding. Based in Trondheim, it's the oldest, oldest amateur radio club in Norway. A special call sign will be used until the 31st of December. The Turkish Radio Amateurs Association celebrates its hundredth anniversary, of the proclamation of the Republic of Turkey, on the 29th of October 1923. A number of special call signs, including TC 100 Year YAR, will be in use until the end of 2023. Tom VK2WN will be active as AX37EUDXF until the 30th of November, celebrating the 37th anniversary of the European DX Foundation. QSL var logbook of the World EQSL or Club Logs Co QRS. He does not use the bureau. Take TI3DST will be active from Miyako Islands AS079 until the 19th of December. He'll be operating SSBCW and FT8 using a variety of call signs, including JS6RRR, QSL via Club Log, and Logbook, even, Logbook of the World. Contest News CQ Worldwide DXCW contest started at 0000 UTC on Saturday the twenty-fifth of November and ends at twenty-three fifty-nine UTC today, Sunday the twenty-sixth. Using CW on the one sixty to ten meter bands, the exchange of signal report and CQ zone, the UK zone is fourteen. On Monday the twenty-seventh of November, the RSGBFT four contest runs from twenty hundred to twenty-one thirty UTC. Using FT4 on the 84 t and 20 meter bands, the exchange is your report. On the twenty on Tuesday the twenty-eighth of November, the SHF UK activity contest runs from nineteen thirty to twenty-two thirty UTC, all modes on the thirteen centimeter bands, the exchanges signal report serial number and locator. Wednesday the 29th of November UK and Ireland contest club 80 meter contest runs from 2 uh, from 2000 to 2100 UTC CW on the 80 meter band exchanges your six character locator UK six meter group's winter marathon runs from Friday the first of December to Wednesday the thirty first of january twenty twenty four. All modes on the six meter band exchange signal report and locator. The ARRL 160 meter contest starts at twenty two hundred UTC on Friday the first of December and ends at sixteen hundred UTC on Sunday the third of December. Using CW on the 160-metre band, the exchange's signal report, American and Canadian stations also send their ARRL or RAC section. Sunday the 3rd of December, the 144 Megs Affiliated Societies Contest runs from 1000 to 1,400 UTC. All nodes on the 2-metre band, the exchange's signal report, serial number and locator. Now, the radio propagation report compiled by G0KYA, G3YLA, and G4BAO. What a difference a week makes, they write. Last week, the solar flux index was 118, but by Thursday, the 23rd, it had climbed to 190, with the sun's surface covered in spots with up to nine groups showing. The maximum usable frequency. Sorry, I'll, um, sorry, I'll read that again. The maximum usable frequency over a 3,000km path was estimated at more than 40 megahertz at times. This, coupled with KP index of around 2 to 3, was quite good for HF. But it isn't all good news. There has been quite a bit of solar flare activity and the promise of more to come. A significant eruption was recently observed beyond the north limb. This may result in a coronal mass ejection, but this will likely be directed away from Earth. Active regions 3490 and 3492 remain the main regions of focus and are listed as the most likely to produce a noteworthy solar flare. The current flare threat stands at 55% for a moderate M flare and 10% for a strong X flare. DX this week included 4W8X in Timor-Leste and DON 3B8-G3XTT stroke in Mauritius. The 10 meter band was good last week with the KQ2H repeater on 29.620MHz FM coming in strongly in the afternoon. Plenty of SSB signals to work between 28.4 and 28.5MHz as well. A scan from 28.2MHz to 28.3MHz around 2pm on the 23rd revealed plenty of beacons being received including IQ8CZ, IQ8BB and IZ8RVA in Italy, SV6DBG and SV2RSS in Greece, W2BSA in New Jersey, K4PAR in Georgia, K3JOE in Pennsylvania and K5AB in Texas. All of these run less than 20 watts. For a full list of 10-metre beacons, choose beacons and repeaters from the On the Air tab at rsgb.org. Next week, NOAA predicts that the solar flux index may decline to be in the region of 145 to 155. Geomagnetic conditions may be reasonably settled, with a KP index of 2 to 3 although a coronal mass ejection of or two could alter that, of course. So make the most of the good HF conditions whilst you can, especially in this week's CQ Worldwide DXCW contest. VHF and up, where the patterns are settling, and with the current cold northwesterly wind, there are signs of something useful for eastern areas in the form of potential rain scatter from heavy showers running down to the North Sea. In the west we have an area of high pressure with a chance of tropo but in cold low level air near the surface this may not be very reliable. The chance of high pressure building is probably limited and we are already seeing a return to more changeable weather. The bulk of the coming week will be controlled by low pressure or rain uh, with rain showers so we have the possibility of further rain scatter, but little chance of significant tropo, except perhaps if high pressure tries to make a comeback in the north at the following weekend. The November Orionids meteor shower is making an appearance on the 28th, with a low zenithal hourly rate, or ZHR, of 3 per hour for meteor scatter operators. Keep checking for auroral modes, and don't forget that this can give LF bands a flutter to the signal, as was heard on 40m CW on Wednesday evening. In really strong events with KP index above, say, 6, there, uh, check the usual places for activity on the 6, 4 and 2 metre bands. For EME operators, moon declination is positive and rising to maximum on Wednesday the 29th. Path losses are low to start the week, but rising. One-four-four meg sky noise is low to moderate all week. And that's it from the propagation team this week. That's all from me, likewise. Until next week.